Empty every bullet out of every gun. Because we did it. We made it back from Saudi. The world's in shambles. Who knows what's going on out there? But the professional wrestling world always continues. Uh, and what other way to get your weekly dose than by listening to the Shoot Brothers podcast? The wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron, the king of Saudi Osborne. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm yeah. pulling at my collar right now. We won't keep it. Yeah, yeah. Fanning myself uh, <laughs> for some air. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but um, no, we're here. We've got lots of great professional wrestling. Some crazy stuff going on. Uh, all the companies. I mean, Tony Khan's at it again, tweeting more big news is coming. Uh, so, I mean, shit never stops. Cesaro, we'll just mention that real quick. He's gone. He's free. Free as a bird like we've been waiting for for years. Uh, he He's freer <laughs> than uh, Nelly Furtado circa early 2000s. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, here we are. Big week. Yeah, it's always um, a big. It's always a big. It's always a big week in professional wrestling. That is exactly right. Of course, we're on the road to WrestleMania, baby. We're on the road, and of course, well, we're taking a bit of a detour um, and jumping on a quick plane to head overseas. Of course, Revolution is coming up in a few weeks now, um, March fifth, I believe. So I think that's next Saturday, not this one coming, but the next one, um, and all that fun news. So let's hop on. A plane let's get ourselves over let's who knows who knows how we're getting the devastating structure overseas good thing good thing though you know because with all these truckers being blocked up if you threw a if you threw a big steel cage and ramp and lights and pyro into a truck it might not even make it on time so <laughs> so let's get in let's kick off this week's uh, episode of the Shoe brothers by giving you uh this year's edition of the elimination chamber <laughs> Review. That's right. Just one quick note okay. before we jump into that. Sure. Uh, from SmackDown the night before, we actually had a title change. Sami Zayn successfully capturing another Intercontinental title from Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, of course. So this was a pre-tape. So I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people out there knew it was going to happen. Um, I, I'm going to call this the Saudi bump. Uh, because you know all these performers get a big get a big pay cut, get a big paycheck for uh, heading overseas and performing. However, Sami Zayn, he's just he's he he's literally not allowed to go. Uh, so reward him with uh, an IC title reign, and sure, um, Shinsuke hasn't done much with it. In no, these, he's been hurt and hasn't. He, uh... I mean, and Rick Boogs has taken the spotlight, um, even like from his own little program right there. <laughs> from, yeah, he's being he's being upstaged by his uh, by his musician. Yeah, I mean, let them fool around in the tag division for a while. Sammy can have a good little run with this belt. Maybe like he has in the past. Yeah, I think I think Hopefully. I think good things are on the horizon for uh, Eric Bugenhagen. Just even before you know. Uh, did he, despite um, say, um, Shinsuke Nakamura losing his championship, <laughs> uh, but congratulations to Sami Zayn. He deserves yeah, it. It was cool. Good match. There was also when Sami hit the Michinoku driver, it looked extra devastating. Devastating. Something about it. Okay. <laughs> but that was SmackDown. Let's just continue. Let's jump back on that plane. Going to Saudi. 
Elimination Chamber. Uh, the first ever international el- elimination chamber. So that's something. That's that 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 is something. <laughs> like uh, we said, flying those that structures. You can't just drive across the ocean. You got to fly that thing. Yeah, or put it in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we had a pre-show. Did you check out the pre-show? I, I caught the second half of the pre-show, which, um, like most, Miz, which, like like most Miz matches, <laughs> just watch the second half. We have Rey Mysterio taking on the Miz. Um, Dominic, of course, in Miz's corner. We get our normal Saudi Saudi thing: big stage, big Titantron, lots of pyro, and every single one of these shows, we get a more engaged fan base. Yeah, compared I mean, to that first, uh, compared to that first one, where yeah, nobody is, gave a shit, especially like all the ones on the front row with their big fancy chairs. And yeah, all the all the like pr- all just, the Saudi princes over there. Who yeah, just, they had who no just idea what the fuck. Didn't give a fuck. Now it's real fans. It's kids. They're having a great time. So even if this match didn't really mean anything, they were still loving it, chanting "You suck" at the Miz. And yeah. We're going back and forth. I think Dominic, uh, Miz tries to use a chair, so Dominic grabs him, and they tug of war over it, and then Miz pretends he got hit, uh, pretends he gets hit by it, so the ref ejects Dominic. Uh, Miz goes for his call, crushing finale, Ray counters with a victory roll, and ends up getting the victory itself. So, gets the win, Miz freaks out, attacks Ray, so Dominic runs back, and they just do a double 619, double frog splash, just to please the crowd even more. And remember, folks, pick up your copy of WWE 2K22. Um, upcoming. <laughs> Pre-order now. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rey Mysterio on your cover. He's on the cover. A big cover athlete. Yeah. <clears throat> graphics look, graphics to... look pretty good. But yeah, ga- we'll But uh... gameplay will decide <laughs> whether or not yeah. the game is trash. I mean, the last one that came out was notoriously so bad that they had to. They didn't even release one the year after. They're like, yeah. oh, we got to go back to the." It was fa- famously <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it was the. Uh... Ah, I can't think of something. Uh, <laughs> let's just get to the main show. Roman Reigns defending that Universal Title against Goldberg, and uh, you know, you and I, we're a bit, we're over Goldberg, but this crowd still loves him. They're chanting the Goldberg name and. Uh, you know, thankfully, they kept this match pretty short. Uh, Roman comes out hot. Goldberg catches him with a spear. But then Reigns uh, gets up, hits a Superman punch, goes for a spear. But Goldberg catches him with a second spear. And he wants to hit the jackhammer. But uh, then Reigns just latches onto him with the guillotine. So Goldberg's struggling. He's trying to escape. But eventually just fades, passes out, loses the match. So Roman Reigns retains. Yeah, I think one of those um, exactly what the match needed to be thing, like fucking get it out, kick it off the show, get it out of the way, <laughs> done in probably six, six to seven yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, didn't, you know, didn't have enough time to become a disaster. They just kept it short. They both got to hit a couple moves and at the day, I mean, we all knew rings. I mean, I guess because so. this was the one that we were waiting on for like two years now, right? It was supposed to happen. Yeah, it got never delayed, happened. so... Um, Finally got it done. And with this victory, Roman Reigns has defeated every former champion, every former Universal Champion. Yeah, so I saw that's a pretty cool stat. He's he's beaten them all, but he didn't pin them all or something. D- yeah, d- yeah, because I don't think he didn't. 
he like Bray he, Wyatt. He never pinned the, the fiend. fiend. He yeah. pinned Braun Strowman, but still, you know, I mean, the the, the records will say what the records will say. Yeah. Either way, cool stat. Uh, yeah. Good little title defense. And rumor has it that this was Goldberg's last match on his contract, but you never know. Thanks. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. What happened to Gage? Where's Who? Gage? Remember his son, oh, his son? who yeah. in 2017 was like a little chubby kid, and then he showed up on TV like two years ago, and yeah. he was like suddenly a man, almost like, as if high it, school football. almost as if it was a different kid. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, is there I mean, is there any we'll old footage of Hook from like <laughs> ECW or something? Gage versus Hook, that could be something. Gage versus Hook versus Dominic. <laughs> I'm booking it. <laughs> I'm booking the triple threat right now. Uh, let's go to our first Elimination Chamber match, the Women's Chamber here. And, uh, I just want to shout out how amazing these outfits were this year. Uh, you know, before we just saw, like, kind of plain one-piece outfits with giant baggy t-shirts. But this time, they each had, like, their own personality. Well, yeah, like, I think, uh, I think before it was Natalia and somebody... Lacey, I think. Lacey Evans, maybe? And they were kind of in that, yeah, just, like, black spandex and then the... The classic Survivor Series t-shirt that you can buy yeah. at, at the concession stands. <laughs> yeah, like a couple here. Like uh, Rhea Ripley looked like the Catwoman with an all leather thing. Yeah, and she had a cool Bianca. look. And also it's, um, uh, you know, not, not, not to spend too much time commenting on a, on a woman's uh, appearance. Um, but it is also cool to see like a new ring attire. Never, and the yeah. men, we never see new shit. Uh, John Cena, John Cena comes out in his jean shorts and his sweatbands, and that's it. Or Roman Reigns, you know, kind of the new Roman Reigns now comes out with no shirt and his fucking utility pants. Um, but yeah, we got, it was just like having a having a new having a new in ring attire. It's just kind of like a it's a whole new thing. It's great. Yeah, no, I mean Bianca Belair's hers looked like something she could wear anytime, just like all all, all of them, very bedazzled. much so. Yeah, yeah, Nikki Ash's hers. Was was pretty much the exact There's same. Was pretty much the sleeves. exact same, but still. But <laughs> Cover still. those arms up. Yeah, we got but. sleeves on it. You know, it was kind of like the winter version. Yeah. So anyways, they all come out to the ring. Alexa Bliss is the last one out, and she's still kind of halfway between her Funhouse character and the old Alexa. She's still got the little dress, but Yeah, she'll have the little the dress and heavy uh, eye makeup. What's, the, what's it called? Eye shadow? Is that what yeah, it's called? But not the she's not full my chemical romance anymore. Yeah, but you're but she still looks like she's in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. She's halfway in between. Lily wasn't there. We don't know. Thank Couldn't Christ. get she's not welcome in Saudi. She, probably not. You know, it's probably some <laughs> kind of imagery. You know the same kind of way yeah. that Alistair Black wasn't allowed because of his tattoos. Yeah, it's like, like no same. religious idols or uh, Yeah, well no false <laughs> idols, I think, of any <laughs> false kind. Idols, uh, I mean, yeah. that, I'm pretty sure that's a commandment. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start this thing off. We got Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan. Uh, they're just fighting, slamming each other all around into the cage wall. Then the first pod opens up. We get Dewdrop. So she just comes in, starts slamming them all around, and Rhea Ripley's out next. Goes right after Nikki. Uh, so Nikki tries to climb up the wall to escape. Rhea climbs up after her and just slams her down, uh, or slams her into the wall. She falls off the cage into the pile of women below. It's a nice little fall there, and uh, Rhea follows up, hits the Riptide, eliminates Nikki. So, just further. I mean, she's like 5-0 and in this feud against Nikki Ash here. Yeah, almost to the point where it's too much for them to have a blow-off now. Like, the blow-off has happened, and now they'll yeah. just forever have this 
semi Sasha Bailey type thing where it's like you guys can just fight. But it's so one sided though. Exactly. It's it's yeah. It's this. It's yeah. If it's like if Sasha won every time or I don't know. Uh, the next pod opens. Alexa Bliss comes out and she gets a huge reaction. Uh, definitely the crowd favorite, I think, in this this match here. And looking good, you know, that time off. Her her offense is crisp. Crowd's loving everything she does. Uh, Liv climbs up the ropes, dew drop, runs behind Liv and like shoves her, but then she falls and gets her leg caught upside down there for a second. First, been ugly. But. Yeah, for a second, I think uh, I think yeah. dew drop came and made the Dewdrop save. Dewdrop just kind of like shoved her, like mm, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure you've seen. There's that foot. There's like that classic footage. Of, I think Dolph Ziggler gets his knee caught between the ropes, and then Kane is like, it's it's during a rumble, I think. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And you know the way that the 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 ropes can spin and kind of like get twined with each other. His knee does that, and Kane is like, if he was half a second later. Dolph's knee would have been fucking destroyed forever. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like that, like whoop. Gotta yeah, be, gotta I mean, be safe out the there, danger. kids. Gotta be safe out there. That's the danger of the chamber. Amen. But, uh, yeah, we continue. Liv gets up. She climbs the ropes, hits a big sunset flip onto Dewdrop, gets the three. Big elimination. That was kind of her big moment of the match. Uh, then Bianca Belair, she's the last competitor released. She just comes in hot, goes on a roll, lifts up Liv above her head with one arm to get the big round of applause there. And yeah, match just getting real hot at this point. Crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Uh, Bianca and Rhea trying to like one-up each other with their sh- feats of strength. Uh, yeah, Liv runs in, hits a double code breaker, but then Alexa hits her, climbs the ropes, hits the Twisted Bliss. So that eliminates Morgan. So we're down to final three. Alexa, Ripley, and Belair. Uh, Bliss spikes Ripley with a big DDT. Then Bianca hits Rhea with the KOD, so she's gone. Just down to Bianca and Bliss. And this crowd made it clear. They wanted Alexa to win here. So, uh, But we go on. Bliss hits a nice code red. Big near fall. Uh, just go back and forth a bit more. Bliss goes for her big DDT. But Belair, Belair just like springboards through it. Uh, picks her up. Hits the KOD. Gets the win. So Bianca Belair going to WrestleMania. Main event once again. Well main event once again hard to say hard to say what the main event of that second night will be i think they already told us that charlotte ronda is going to be a main event um uh, uh, yeah we'll see they said that'll be on the first night did they say it'll be the main uh, event yeah i did no i yeah i know i heard main event but you know, i guess maybe in previous years they have done like a double main event type of thing yeah uh, either way uh you know bianca belair she gets the win she's going to wrestlemania can't spell WrestleMania without EST. And yeah, she was the right choice. I mean, the crowd wanted Alexa. They booed a little bit at Bel Air, but uh, too bad for them. Yeah, we can bring her back to the Americans <laughs> who uh, know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> now I was going to say here on this one, um, and it was it was kind of the same for the men's rumble, I found also. I found the interval times to be shorter between people coming out of their pods, <clears throat> which... Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the night, these ended up being the two shortest chamber matches of all time. Okay, yeah, Both that 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 kind of it because it, it, it definitely felt like that, and yeah. which uh, maybe it it kind of like the the whole match it didn't overstay its welcome because it was kind of no, like bang 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 quick. new competitor bang 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 new competitor and bang bang bang. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I liked it. It was only 15 minutes, 45 seconds, but uh, yeah, bang, 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 a lot of fun. And at the end of the day, the right person won. And yeah, it was nice to see Alexa Bliss have a good comeback, the crowd on her side. And um, uh, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, is that, that's our new Sasha Bailey, right? Yeah. That's Sasha Bailey 2.0. Yeah, that's a great, a great feud. They came up together kind of at the same time in NXT. These two are going to go at it forever. And they're both fucking jacked. Like, Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're strong, equal competitors. (laughs) They have great chemistry. Um, They're, they're going to go at it forever until Liv Morgan gets her Becky Lynch moment. Uh, where she's the lovable <laughs> yeah. loser who eventually turns into a megastar. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah to the future, right? And who's our Bailey? Uh, no, I think... Nikki Ash? No, Nikki I think Ash? Re- I think Ripley Belair is Sasha Bailey. Oh, sorry, yeah. So, so who's Charlotte? Who's Charlotte? Uh, well, no, Charlotte's Charlotte. <laughs> well, okay. Speaking of Charlotte, let's just move right along here because we've got Charlotte Flair teaming up with Sonya Deville to take on Naomi and Ronda Rousey. And once again, I love the outfits in this match. Ronda Rousey wearing her uh, blue gi, the very same one she wore while winning an Olympic bronze medal. So, uh, yeah, cool. uh, judo, the judo background, the judo. of course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another thing worth noting, um, I'm pretty sure in Saudi Arabia, uh, gays and lesbians are punishable by str- very strict things. And <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, you'll, I'm sure you'll get stoned. Yeah, but Sonya Deville is openly uh, lesbian and Dewdrop's bisexual, so it's nice to see both of them competing on the card. And I see both of them getting paid, too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're getting, if you're going to pay them, hey, if I'm going to a place where they'll probably stone me, you're going to have to pay me a little bit more. Yeah, but anyways, they're here. Uh, but the gimmick is, uh, you know, Sonya Deville, she's got that sling in her arm because of Ronda Rousey. Uh, so the stip is Ronda has to have one arm tied behind her back. So the referee gets that all set up, and uh, right away, the match starts. Sonya takes off her sling to reveal that she's healed. Mocks Ronda, but uh, Rousey does not give a fuck. She can hold her own just fine. Even with one arm, she looked pretty good here, just using those judo throws and kicks, just tossing bitches all around. uh, But the heels, you know, they still got four arms against one, so team up, (laughs) uh, beating her down. But this crowd was rooting for her, just chanting, let's go, Rousey. So, uh, yeah, rooting for the baby faces. Rousey gets back in, hits the, eventually she hits the Piper's Pit on Sonya, locks in the iron bar. Sonya quickly taps out. Quickly taps, like you said. Yeah, it was fun. Another one with the fun, uh, with the fun outfits here. Uh, it was a fun little swerve, you know, Sonya Deville. But, you know, maybe, maybe television quality. Unspectac- uh, yeah. un- unspectacular, but, uh, you know, just, I think, biggest takeaway here, hey, we saw great women's match. You know, we saw, we're getting women's matches here in Saudi Arabia, which I think yeah, is, we still is got the one more to- biggest takeaway, maybe, now? Yeah, and I mean, the crowd was really positive towards Rousey. You could see how happy she was. She was smiling, high-fiving fans. Yeah, she smiles too much. Can I say that? Can I say she smiles too much? <laughs> well, uh, apparently Vince McMahon told her that. He's like, you need to smile more. Really? Apparently. I remember when she, she showed came, up. When she uh, came at the Rumble, the yeah. Rumble, she didn't smile at all. Well, no, I, I, well, I was thinking her very, very first appearance. Wasn't that also oh, after a Rumble? Yeah, this year, I mean, her return at the Rumble, she came out, she didn't smile once. Yeah. Apparently Vince was like, smile! Okay, because I just remember that first appearance where, you know, the Reputation song comes, everyone's like, oh shit, and then 
uh, Ronda Rousey comes up the double tron, everyone freaks out, and then she walks out, and hey, I can only imagine what it's like to have tens of thousands of people, like, cheering at you. It's probably a great feeling. Yeah. Hold it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, I mean, apparently she takes it really hard. Like, when she gets booed, she takes it Good! Personal. I don't know. Oh, my God. So, what? Ronda's never going to turn heel? <laughs> She's that a little sucks. Soft. Yeah, heel. No, which, I mean, she already was heel. She That's was heel she her, her whole first like, run. Fuck the fans. No, yeah. yeah. Fuck the fans. For oh, yeah. She, like, she was I calling them, them, like, marks and shit like that. Hey, I, I don't yeah. forget Ronda. That's real? Boo. No. Boo, Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All uh, right. <laughs> let's go to the next match. Drew McIntyre taking on Madcap Moss. Falls count anywhere. And going in. I had zero hopes for this match, but coming God out, damn it! I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I will never forget it. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, because I mean, the match starts immediately. Corbin jumps in, two on one attack, because it's no DQ. They can do whatever they want. So they fight their way up the ramp. Uh, Drew throws Madcap into the LED boards, damaging them, and they fight their way back down, back into the ring. Drew starts tossing Madcap all around. And then he picks Moss up for the reverse Alabama slam, a move we've seen him do dozens of times. But for whatever reason, on this time, Madcap, he tried to rotate or tuck his head in. I don't know what he did, but this guy just fucking legitimately spikes his head so hard onto the ring. Like the worst possible landing you can have. I think this might be the worst landing I've ever seen in wow. wrestling. Wow. Like the slow motion replay, it was just... Like, he couldn't have landed more straight on your head. There wasn't he, no... He couldn't have. Yeah, this is, uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, who knows what <laughs> the hell Who knows what the hell happened, right? Like, who knows what's going through somebody's head in a, in a moment like that, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was just super scary, terrible landing. They cut to Corbin. You can just see him, like, he falls to his knees and covers his mouth, just like, oh! Because he knows he might just saw his friend die. Like, literally. Yeah. That could have been... Not just career ending, life ending. That that was such a crazy bump. The ref checks on him, but I thought they, they went too quick. They they just kind of continued. They showed the replay right away before we know if the man's even <laughs> going to walk again. I don't know. Somehow. Somehow, though. Fucking Moss, he's moving around, and Corbin yanks him out of the ring, starts chasing Drew around, I guess, to buy some time. But Madcap, he's committed. Just jumps right into the match. Right back into it. Starts taking more bumps gets suplexed on the floor, gets thrown over the announce table, and then again, they just show another slow-mo replay of Moss's landing. And they go back you to can literally, it. Yeah. You can see the spine compress into his head as he lands. We should it's say, just, though, he's fine. He's fine. He's I guess, fine. Like, he finished, He fin of course, finished the match. He, he, he walked out under his own power. Yeah. No, I just have to mention, like, I'm impressed by the man, the toughness of this man to continue and uh, yeah. eventually drew I mean, Drew goes to the top rope, hits a superplex. Moss kicks out of that, and we get a this is awesome chance. So, like I said, did not expect this all going in. But eventually, Drew's going to hit the Claymore. Corbin comes in, so Drew grabs a sword, swings it at him, so he runs away. Then he holds the sword in one hand, hits the Claymore to get the win. But I got to give credit to Moss. Uh, yeah, what a crazy moment. Tough son of a bitch to continue the match. And, I mean, I would have just called an audible pinned him hit the claymore right there you didn't have to continue but lucky guy thankfully like we said nothing everything's come out he's cleared and yeah i don't know for me i, I gained a lot of respect for mad cat moss not that i didn't respect him i don't respect the character but 
<laughs> this was just a crazy moment. That's good. That's good. You know, somebody made a fan out of you almost. 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah, we've seen a lot of nasty falls, but that landing was just... Lance Archer a couple months ago, he was kind of like rolling through his moonsault when he bounced off his head. So he had that going for him. <laughs> and he still <laughs> oh, was yeah. out for months. He was still gone, yeah. Yeah, so lucky day. Lucky day at the office for Mr. Madcap. Yeah, amen. <clears throat> but let's move along here. We've got our third women's match of the night. Uh, Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's title against Lita. And this Saudi crowd, they love their legends. Lita, she had tons of signs, just fan sections yeah, I wonder cheering for her. why that is. Um, because of, you know, between, between the likes of Goldberg, of course, the fucking, uh, like, Taker... Shawn Michaels, Trips, and even uh, who was the um like in that Greatest Royal Rumble when the guy was like, "I want Yokozuna," and so they <laughs> yeah. got somebody who looked like, like Some how, sumo how, wrestler. why, like these, like I don't get it. Like I, I mean, not not to say you know, not to say the times were great and times continue to be great, but why? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just that that prestige the legends of the whole or what or what i started thinking was that like they're on a 20 year time delay so right now <laughs> I mean, right so too. right now for them sean michaels is like floating down from the top of the rafters <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be funny either way we've got the women's championship on the line here lita you could tell how excited she was just kind of <clears throat> nervously shaking moving around before the match starts uh and they got a good time here, about 12 minutes, the longest non-chamber match on the show. And yeah, the crowd's just all rooting for Lita, and they have a nice little back-and-forth match. Excuse me. Exchanging momentum, submissions. Uh, Becky hits the manhandle slam, makes the pin, but Lita's able to get a foot on the rope. So uh, Becky then climbs the top rope and goes for a move I've never seen her attempt before. She does a moonsault. Uh, but Lita avoids it. But hey, unless you know Becky can do a backflip. Can she? <laughs> In case you didn't know. Oh, she did. Okay. Uh, anyways, Lita avoids it, hits the twist of fate, then hits her own moonsault, makes the cover. Becky kicks out at two. Crowd's going wild at this point, though, because Lita's got the champ on the ropes, picks her up, but then Becky just hits her with another manhandle slam out of nowhere. Gets the win, retains her title. But, uh, yeah, I thought this was pretty good. It was pretty good for uh, Lita's first singles performance. And, you know, uh, you know, and much like uh, Trish Stratus did before our very eyes back in 2019 there, Mike, uh, <laughs> Lita proved she could hang. She can hang. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, looked good doing so. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after that, we were supposed to get the Usos defending the SmackDown titles against the Viking Raiders. Uh, but when the Vikings come out for their entrance, the Usos just beat the shit out of them, and uh, we don't get the match, which was okay with me because it wasn't really. Gonna yeah, I d- yeah, th- that wasn't moving the needle for me in the first place, so I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Apparently, with this. this was a time a timing thing where they had like a hard three. I think they were airing live on some Saudi channel, so like, oh, just cut that match. Huh. Okay. Apparently. So, anyways. Let's move on to the main event. We've got the men's Elimination Chamber match for the WWE title. Bobby Lashley defending against Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, and Riddle, who uh, fucked up his flip-flop entrance. 
for the first time, I think. He never <laughs> screws noticed. that up, eh? Yeah, he like as he jumped, they just kind of slipped and fell right below him. And the crowd was like, "Oh!" And he was like, "Oh, bro, <laughs> bro!" bro. <laughs> uh, but then Seth Rollins comes out, and he's one of the most over guys in this match. They were just the crowd singing his song and loving everything he's doing. And yeah, he should uh, be over, over like Rover, turn him baby. baby face. Yeah, yeah, he should be baby face. He goes through these cycles. But uh, anyways, let's get into the match here. Uh, Seth Rollins starts against Austin Theory, and things are going well. Rollins picks up Theory, power bombs him into one of the pods, which breaks through it, crashes down hard onto Bobby Lashley. So Lashley's down. He's hurt. The officials come in to check on him, and eventually he's removed from the match. Cody Rhodes. concussion. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. What about Cody Rhodes? I was oh, sitting thought. at... The fucking dinner table <laughs> and Jess's parents is the, uh, like you thought Cody room. you well I'm sitting because I'm sitting there and like everyone's kind of like we're kind of like preparing for a for a party and kind of everyone's around but I'm like I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this on low volume <laughs> because like I need to watch this now and yeah. then he goes and I'm like oh, I kind of like I kind of like hand on head or hands on head <laughs> hands on back of head and I'm just kind of murmuring myself oh my god it's happening it's happening it's happening. Uh, everybody says, what are you talking about? And I say long, it's a t- too long to explain, but I think it's going to happen. It's happening. It's no. happening. Bobby Lashley gets escorted out of the ring, meaning that there are only four competitors. Yeah. Five. And we are five. Five of five. Six, five of six. Five of six. And we are guaranteed a new champion because they say he will not be coming back. Um. Uh, and no, I did not have any uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Cody Rhodes. I mean, that that, that would have been cool, but no, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, he's not coming back. I didn't really think. Oh shit! My, I mean, my, there has my, been. My mind went straight to it's happening, it's happening, <laughs> it's happening right now. I mean, that'd be it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how so Saudi would react. As I mean, I'm sure they would know some, a lot of them, but I don't know. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Bobby Lashley is out of the match. New champion guaranteed, as we said. Uh. So Matt Riddle, he comes out next. He goes on a roll. Then Seth grabs him, hits a big inverted suplex off the top rope. Then AJ Styles comes out. He's just laying into everyone. Uh, And then the countdown for the next entrant happens, and it lands on Bobby Lashley. But he's already gone. So at this point, Brock's the only one left in his pod, and he doesn't want to wait around. So he just kicks the door off, breaks the the damn thing down, and... uh, yeah, once he's out of the pod, just unleashes carnage on everyone. Uh, picks up Rollins, hits an F5, eliminates him, grabs Riddle, F5, eliminates him. Next is AJ, suplex, then an F5, so he's gone. So just like that, in the blink of an eye, it's Brock Lesnar, Austin Theory. Uh, Theory knows he's in some deep shit, so he just tries to run away, and Brock takes off his gloves, chases him around. Theory tries to hide in a pod, so Brock kicks the wall down again, and drags him out so theory's desperate he hits brocks with a low blow uh drop kicks him in the head and then when brock's down he just uh tries to climb up the cage wall and uh he gets to the top he actually squeezes half his body out he's partway through the cage but brock climbs up grabs him pulls him down so they're both standing on top of the pod now and he just smashes theory's head against the wall a couple times picks him up F5s him off the top of the pod to the chamber floor. So big fall there. And then Brock just drags him back into the ring, covers him, gets a three. So once again, Brock Lesnar, WWE champion, world title reign number 10. 
Wow, 10. Jesus. Number 10. That's put some. Yeah, I don't fifth. know. I don't know about that. I don't know about this one. I just feel like, you know, because because it's Brock Lesnar, and I feel like this is, I feel like I'm coming out of this same thing I came out after after the Rumble. Right? It's like Brock didn't need to win <coughs> for you to book him to be the strongest dude in the fucking company because he's already the fucking strongest dude in the company. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to do shit like this for him to be in that position. It just makes me wonder what was going to happen because none of I mean, day one, it was supposed to be him versus Reigns. He wasn't supposed to be WWE champion on that day. And mm-hmm. I mean, what would have happened at the Rumble? What would have happened? I mean, what, so who knows? now I did hear retrospectively that Bobby Lashley is hurt. Yeah, I have heard that. And uh, um, like he got hurt at the Rumble. So now this was like a way to kind of like book it off of him or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even going into WrestleMania, I didn't think Bobby. La- I mean, he was the champ going into last year's Mania. I don't think that's a big match to have him again, hmm. Lashley. So I don't know. Yeah. Either way, doesn't matter. Brock's won the title. They announced it's going to be title versus title at WrestleMania. So. And now, what the hell does that? Are we getting what? We're getting rid. Of, what title are we getting rid of? Right. I don't think we're getting rid of them. I think they'll just hold them both. And then money in the bank comes around. They lose one, keep the other. Keep the other. <laughs> and then Roman. Probably keeps. Roman. He keeps the universal so he can go to a thousand days. and so, loses he can, the- so, he can go, so he can be Bruno San Martino days. Um, and similar to Roman Reigns uh, defeating Goldberg to defeat every former universal champion, Brock Lesnar defeated every former African-American WWE champion. So <laughs> way to go, Brock. Uh, Brock? Question mark? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, no, I did. I preferred the women's chamber match, but uh, because yeah, overall, it's it's to this thing where it was too predictable almost, right? Yeah. Like, well, you, I mean, you, especially you, you, Austin Theory at the end, you're like, okay, we already know. Like, you throw Brock into a chamber, and you're like, okay, so one of three things is going to happen. Either he loses because they all get, like, because of a low blow. Like, I think in all of his matches, he gets low. In all of the matches where it's close to him losing, <laughs> it's due to a low blow. You think uh, he would just wear yeah, a, You think well. he would just wear a jock at this point, right? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, overall, though, I thought pretty good pay-per-view. The last, the last two in Saudi have been really good overall. The what, shows, what, was the, know, the what, was, what was the actual, what was the last, last one? What was the main event Crown there? Crown Jewel, I think, in October. Uh, what was the main event? I can't remember. I just remember it was another... The crowd was really hot, yeah. just like this one. Okay. The crowd makes it. The crowd gives it an extra thing. And, uh, well, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, two like uh, to two short, shortest chamber matches in history, both under 16 minutes, where before that, the shortest one was like 20 minutes. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why... Uh... <clears throat> they just wanted to like kind of get it over with, you know. You want to jam pack the show, maybe. So, you know, yeah, you have a, you have a lot of matches on there, and then yeah. But uh, that was it. Elimination Chamber overall, I I enjoyed most of the show. So cool, cool. Let's, Let's move on. Let's move on then. Great Chamber. Congratulations to everybody who came out a victor. Uh, let's move uh, through the week by uh, first going back in time through the week. Uh, let's move <laughs> back to the Friday um, because we have some results from this week's edition of Rampage. 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 Yeah, 
take on Preston Vance, who had the crowd doing the whole 10 chant. 10. The new Ty Dillinger there. 10. 10. Yeah. 10. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to. Hey. Uh, it's, nice, it's nice to see it happen just not in, you know, in, uh, where were they? I think they were in, I think they were in Tennessee, I think. Something like that. Uh, anyways, 10 does pretty good. Gets some close calls. Uh, locks in a full Nelson, but then Cole moves towards the corner, blocks Aubrey's view, kicks 10 right in the balls, then hits the boom to get the win. It's fantastic. Yeah, Adam Cole on this hot streak. Of course, we know he's taking on Adam Page. We're in the Battle of the yeah. Atoms. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're saying. Who's the best Adam? We don't know yet. We don't know. Uh, Dante Martin taking on Powerhouse Hobbs for a revolution ladder uh, ladder match qualifier. So, uh, you know, big man Hobbs just using that power, tossing Dante all over the place. But, uh, you know, Dante says, all right, I can toss myself too. And just these high-flying moves that we all know and love. And But in the end, the strength wins this round as uh, Hobbs hits a massive spine buster, gets the win. So a little bit of a surprise. I thought, uh, you know, Dante would be all over that ladder match. Doing some crazy. Well, shit. and so far, this, well, I'm, now that I'm looking at the lineup in the ladder match, I don't know if Dante Martin has the beef to stand it. Yeah, and I think uh, Wardlow. Wardlow. <laughs> a lot of beef. A lot uh, of beef. Yeah. This is Vince McMahon's dream match coming up. But I mean, someone's gotta be able to climb that ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who? Yeah, whoever's the one. Yeah, keep an eye. We'll have to keep an eye out for who's the one stabilizing the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Up next, Serena Deeb takes on Angelica Risk, making her AEW debut. But uh, once again, Deeb's got the self-imposed five-minute clock and doesn't think much of her opponent. Just destroys her. Uh, locks in the Serenity now. Yeah, Serenity now to get that to happen. These five-minute challenges, we know what they. We know what's going on. You're gonna get the win. Yeah. Uh, then the main event, we had Trent Beretta taking on Jay White. Making his AEW debut here, and nice reaction for him. Crowd doing the too sweet, whoop, 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 all that fun stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, match was pretty good. Uh, yeah, just some back and forth, working over Trent's back. Uh, then at one point, Jay White starts strumming the air guitar, mocking Tanahashi. So, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll see him here sometime as well. Mm -hmm. Uh Trent fights back, hits a big moonsault to the floor, but then White just cuts him off, suplexes him onto a chair, which just crumbles. Broken half. <laughs> yeah, so that thing's fucked, and so is Trent as uh, he gets thrown back into the ring and hit with the Blade Runner to give the win to Jay White. So nice debut, him. <clears throat> Not only a nice debut for Jay White, but um, a great night for the Elite. I gotta say, having Adam Cole and Jay White bookending this show with uh, with wins is making the elite. Hey, making them look as strong as ever. Hey, there you go. Yeah, moving especially moving forward. You know, solid episode of Rampage. You know, we don't need a surprise on every single on every single AEW show. <laughs> no, it can be normal yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that was fine. Fine episode of Rampage. Yeah, so just fine. Let's just jump through the weekend uh, through Saudi. Let's get ourselves. We're back home, safe and sound. Nobody was sitting on a tarmac for seven and a half hours or whatever the hell happened before. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're live, and it is time for Monday Night 
raw. Let's get raw. Dark Side of the Ring episode on that one. Day. Oh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Love to see what Pritchard has to say. Um, have, you been watch- have you watched any more of that? Yeah, yeah, we're there? still going. I think we're on season two now. Cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, yes, Monday Night Raw. Here we are. Show opens up with the new WWE champ, Cowboy Brock Lesnar, Cow- coming out. <laughs> and he's all smiles. You know, when he's got that cowboy hat on, you can just tell he's in a great mood. He's in a good uh, mood. Just loves being himself and uh yeah he comes down he's looking forward to wrestlemania the title versus title main event and yeah he's having fun he's interacting with the south carolina crowd uh then paul Heyman interrupts and puts over his client roman and hypes up the big match and tells us brock lesnar has to defend the wwe title march 5th in madison square garden or maybe not depends if Lashley can make it i don't know it was kind of weird. I guess is that just a house show at MSG? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but uh, Lesnar calls Heyman a dick, and Heyman says, see you at the garden. Uh, so, whatever. See what happens. No, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Nothing will happen. Maybe it's a... We se- won't, actually. Yeah, well, we probably, hopefully not, because it's a house show, and we shouldn't. Yeah. I don't want to see no curtain <laughs> calls show up on my, my feed. <laughs> All right, uh, and then we get our first match. Street Profits taking on Alpha Academy. Non-title match. Uh, yeah, Ford goes for a springboard sunset flip, but Gable catches in midair with a nice Northern Lights suplex. Beautiful reversal there. Uh, but then it comes down to Ford and Otis, and Ford picks up Otis. He's got him up. The crowd pops, but the weight is just too much as Ford collapses and Otis falls on top of him. Uh, ref starts counting the pin, and Gable holds down Montez's foot from the outside. So Otis gets the three. You know that wonk, that wonky finish, very dirty finish. I mean, I guess we don't see that too too often. It, it wasn't like the normal yeah. kind of DQ thing. Like this could have easily have been a DQ. So I'm glad that we yeah. got a one two three. <laughs> and I mean Ford, you know, you picked up Otis and he fell on you. It's kind of your fault. <laughs> it's your <laughs> fault. Know. Yeah, man. Uh, anyways, after that, we got the Dirty Dogs taking on Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa, who's finally making his in-ring main roster debut. Yeah, very fair. Uh, has, has, now, has he been added to one of the rosters on uh, WWE.com? Because I guess that's how you really know. <laughs> I haven't checked. Yeah, um, me neither. But uh, yeah, match was solid. You know, Ciampa, Balor working pretty good together. Champa hits a sunset flip on Rude, and that gets the three. So at least they let him get a win. Already off to a better start than Karrion Cross. <laughs> already, already one. If you won. Then the Miz comes out from Miz TV, just cuts a promo on the Mysterios, and says, "I found a new tag team partner for WrestleMania. Someone I can relate to. Someone I can trust. From a fighting family, a pioneer." He's very dashing. So at this point, we're like, oh, Cody Rhodes hints oh. going on here. Uh, but then I'm also thinking, like, he's not going to team with The Miz, but they're dropping hints. They're dropping hints. And uh, Ray and Dominic interrupt, and Ray says, whoever this, this outsider you're talking about is, he can go right back wherever he came from. And uh, 
Miz brings out the partner. It's Logan Paul. So everyone boos. And uh, I mean, that's good for Cody, though. He deserves a better match. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Logan Paul has a lot of heat. So, you know, you want you yeah, want, you want I mean, Miz he plays into heat. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's good at uh, work in the crowd. He doesn't stumble. So mm-hmm. whatever. They'll fight. People will. Yeah. It'll happen. Father and son versus Miz. And well, yeah. We actually Logan. saw Logan Paul on the mic this time. I feel like when he showed up last year around Mania. He was never, I swear he got more lines in this week than he did during his whole, I remember he was with Sami Zayn last Mania. Yeah. He, got, he said some He said some stuff. Yeah, but he. I feel like he got more in this promo than he did that whole kind of first run there. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he even hit a, he hit a skull crushing finale on Dominic at the end Isn't there, that so. cool? I mean, that's one, of the, that's one of the easier finishers to hit. <laughs> yeah, it uh, shouldn't be too hard. No. Nah. Uh, then we got a preview. Uh, Veer Mahan, still coming soon. He's still coming, baby. He's still coming soon. I mean, at this point, it's just a running joke, right? I, yeah, I think it is. At this point, like... like there's no... Uh, he, I mean, it's Veer Mahan. He's, it's impossible to live up to the hype. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if it kept saying... You know, Tommaso Ciampa coming soon. We're like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like he hasn't proved anything. Not to say that he can't. Not to say that he couldn't once he gets here. Uh, but yeah, you have to prove something for there to be hype, and there's no hype. Yeah. I mean, we saw you before. We've seen you wrestle, so we know that you're not. I mean, unless something. Crazy I mean, at least with the Rhea Rip, like Rhea Ripley coming to Raw, at least that was more of like a you know, there was something to it, some sustenance. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, speaking of Rhea Ripley, she's out next, taking on Nikki Ash, of course. Never-ending feud. Uh, but Rhea ends the match pretty quickly, just dominates her, hits a riptide, and gets another win. So it's like, come on. She's destroyed Nikki. 6-0. and oh, Let's just move on. Yeah. this. Yeah, move on. It's, it's because at this point, it's making Nikki Cross look bad. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, this... Yeah, just ditch the superhero costume, turn into a villain, do whatever you need to do. Like, we're past that, I think, at this point. Yeah. Uh, Damian Priest takes on Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Cedric Alexander outside, causing distractions, and Shelton hits a big knee, hits the pay dirt, gets a big two count. But then Priest just fights back, hits the reckoning to get the win. Uh, Then it occurred to me, maybe this could be the feud for Cody at WrestleMania, you know? They got the same finisher, and... Uh, Cody's Mr. USA and uh, Damian Priest is the United States champion. He does have that tattoo, but uh, <laughs> I think I think if the main if if one of the main problems was Cody's booking, because he already because he booked himself into a corner in AEW, right? He remember that first match? He was like, "If I lose, I can't challenge for the title again." He booked himself yeah. into a corner. You think that? If he's worried about his booking, he's like, hey, if I'm coming, I'm winning the championship immediately. I mean, I think he'll get his, he'll get it, but I mean, I don't think he'll beat Roman Reigns or anything. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it, nor should he. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but uh, just throwing that out there. Cool. Could be a potential. That's only me. That's all. So if you see it happen, it's because I called it. Okay, you called it. Cody versus Priest. Heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first. (laughs) 24-7 champion Reggie comes out, invites Dana Brooke out to explain his story, but the crowd just says, what? They don't care about anything he's saying. 
but Reggie wants to apologize. He asks the ref to come out, and he just lays down so Dana Brooke can cover him. So she does, but he kicks out. And then she pins him again. He kicks out. She's like, Reggie. So then she just grabs his face, makes out with him, while pinning him to get the three. So Dana's champ once again. Uh, I learned that uh, Reggie was, is a former Cirque du Soleil performer. Oh, you didn't know that? Didn't know, didn't, didn't know that. I think they mentioned it a bunch. They've probably <laughs> mentioned it a thousand times. I just, I tune out. Yeah. No, don't blame you. Uh, so let's just move on to Bianca Belair coming out. Big reaction. Lots of EST chance and... She just cuts a promo about winning the chamber, going back to the title match at WrestleMania. And that's when Becky Lynch comes out to respond and says, hey, I main evented WrestleMania first. And Bianca's like, yeah, but I did it better. And I'm inclined to agree with Belair there. But uh, Becky says, yeah, well, I walked out with two belts. And this one belt here I've been holding since. Nobody's beaten me for it in three years. And uh, these people, they used to love me before they loved you. And that's when Dewdrop comes out because she's got a match uh, against Bianca. And, you know, we've seen these two have some pretty good matches recently. And, uh, yeah, pretty much the same thing once again. Good action. Bianca hits a big spine buster. Uh, Dewdrop climbs up the ropes. Belair hits her with a big power bomb. And then once again, she picks her up for the KOD and walks all the way to the middle of the ring and then hits it. Just a super impressive spectacle of strength once again, as always. Bianca Belair. Nice win. Yeah, great win as she heads towards Mania. And Dewdrop has fallen into this kind of very 50-50 booking thing. Uh, where she's just constantly <coughs> losing. Yeah, I don't know what... Uh, yeah, I mean, they got a good hand. She's a good wrestler. Uh, she's already 10 times as... <laughs> what Nia Jax can ever be. Yeah, but seriously. Just needs to find her place on the card, I mm -hmm. guess. I mean, well, either way, though, she's got different music. Ever since breaking up with Eva Marie, she's had a lot more of a chance to show. It's crazy that Dewdrop survived a releasing, and Eva Marie was the one who got uh, who got canned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edge comes out next to a big reaction, and he says he smells WrestleMania in the air. And just starts talking about his history with the event. All the big moments he's had at WrestleMania. But, uh, you know, he needs an opponent this year. Wants someone to step up. So, uh, I mean, that's another that's another opening for a possible Cody Rhodes. But Yeah, maybe. Who doesn't have anything to do right now? Well, I mean, I guess a lot of people don't have anything to do right now. <laughs> yeah, we're about probably still half halfway booked. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Who knows? But uh, he's got to come out soon. We only got like five weeks, something like that. I don't know. But the main event of Monday Night Raw, RK Bro taking on Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. If Seth and Kevin win, they get added to the upcoming Raw tag title match. Uh, so, yeah, match was good. You got four good performers in the ring. And, uh, yeah, as the usual formula, they double team Riddle until Orton gets the hot tag and Unleashes the Viper, and then he tag Riddle back in, but then Seth just Seth runs in, curb stops Orton on the floor. Uh, so now it's just Riddle on his own, and uh, Seth and Owens gang up on him, hit a stunner, hit a curb stomp, get the win. So in two weeks, we'll have a triple threat Raw tag title match. Triple threat tags, baby. We don't see that too often. 
Yeah, I mean they're. Uh, I mean we've always got good teams. They just never uh, book the division yeah, that just well. Never, but maybe this. <laughs> yeah, never book them too well, you know. But for an episode of Raw, we had some great wrestling. You know, some hot and cold segments, maybe mixed throughout. But uh, you know, maybe maybe not quite the post pay per view feeling. But it did accomplish some stuff heading into Mania. Yeah, that's for and, sure. Uh, gave us laid the foundation for some other matches some things some questions still need to be answered hopefully yeah we'll find out more we'll find out more uh as the weeks go on uh let's get into a break though shall we uh we're gonna take a break come back because of course we have nxt 2.0 coming up and you know we have all the action from dynamite uh so you're gonna want to stick around that's right don't go anywhere stay in for picture in picture here with the second half of the podcast folks thanks for sticking out through the break um and uh that's all our wrestlemania build coverage we have is in the first half of the show now we're on to the serious business the uh the uh (laughs) yeah just more wrestling hey it's all serious eventually it's all (laughs) it's all serious eventually i mean this is professional this is not amateur wrestling it's not amateur wrestling um although if you subscribe to our patreon of course we have an amateur wrestling podcast where we cover all the best (laughs) amateur wrestling yeah i mean gable stevenson upcoming uh (laughs) and others um and others (laughs) (laughs) so let's get into without further ado let's get into this week's edition of um nxt 2.0 nxt what does it mean I don't know, but ba-dum, it's ba-dum, good ba-dum, wrestling. Ba-dum, so NXT, ba-dum, watch and see. Got to tap out a count now. One, two, three. Because so we are hot off the heels of Vengeance Day, uh, yeah. where no titles changed hands, and but we are looking forward to Stand and Deliver, which will be occurring on Mania weekend at like 11:30 a.m. or, or something. <laughs> Yeah, an afternoon show, but it'll be on the road, so we'll get a bigger crowd, which will be nice to see. Hopefully, so. yeah, it'll be nice to see how the uh, the larger crowds, um, or you know, to see how NXT 2.0 performs in front of these, some of these larger crowds. Um, but of course, and and also, you know, with our <laughs> men's uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic bracket completed, now it's time for the women's uh, bracket to begin, which I think is the way better to do it. I think, la- or in previous years, they did both concurrently. Yeah, yeah. This this is better. Stretch it out. I mean, you're you're already trying something new. Stretch it out. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, AEW is supposed to do that Owen Cup. Yeah. Sometime this year. Oh, they're think. doing an Owen Hart a, a Cup. men's and women's. So hopefully they do the same. Thing. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we start off with the NXT champ Braun Breaker coming out, cutting a promo about the successful title defense. Uh, crowd goes woof. Uh, he's looking forward to NXT stand and deliver. Uh, and then Dolph Ziggler interrupts and says, "Hey man, after I beat Champa tonight, I'm coming for that title of yours. So uh, you're the guy here in Orlando, but when I walked through these doors, I became the biggest star. So some big words there. Big words from uh, Little Dolph. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see him later in the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, we got Grayson Waller taking on LA Knight, who uh, just super hot crowd for Knight. They have a good match here. Things are going pretty well for LA, but then the giant Sangha 
think I already forgot his name. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, you forgot it last week, but you got it right this week. Yeah, Sangha. There yeah. you go. Uh, he's outside the ring. He grabs Knight, which allows Waller to roll him up, grab the tights, gets the cheap three count there. Okay. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, backstage, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai are interacting and didn't really talk about it much, but Dakota's got this new gimmick where she's like crazy. She talks to herself like there's another person there. I don't know. Yeah, and I guess I guess Dakota Kai never had a never really had a gimmick before. Maybe she was always just kind of like yeah. she kicked ass. She was cool. We yeah, liked her. Um, yeah, but now she's got these goggles, and she's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to make her look crazy. Hmm. She's like talking to herself. Like, what do you think about that? I don't know. Should we tell her? I don't know. But, yeah, whatever. I mean, her and Wendy Chu. Everyone likes an odd couple, so whatever. <laughs> They'll team up. Uh, speaking of. The Dusty Cup. We also got another training sequence. Cora Jade, Raquel Gonzalez. That's some sort of outdoor adventure park, you know, mm-hmm. climbing trees, zip lining, all that fun stuff. And Raquel's the one who's scared. She's nervous of everything. Well, Raquel doesn't want to lose because she keeps losing. No, but she's scared of like climbing a tree. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's start this Dusty Cup off. We got uh, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai taking on Lash Legend and Amari Miller uh, with Toxic Attraction just kind of watching from this cozy balcony. They got a couch. They got whole thing set up up there. It, was, it looked nice up there. Yeah. But the uh, match didn't take too long. Io and Kaylee just dominate. Eventually, Io hits the moonsault, gets the win, sending the two of them to the semifinals. Yeah, this is one of those things where... Um, you know, like they steamrolled, like uh, Io Shirai and uh, Kaylee Ray just fucking steamrolled over these two, over Amari Miller and Lash Legend. Yeah, this might have been Lash Legend's first match. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I had never heard the name before. It did prompt me to say, huh? I mean, <laughs> we, she's been on the show. I just, there's some things that I don't even mention because they're that worthless. Because they're Lashing that with so Lash quick and fucking, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, it's like the time it would take to talk about it. Is not, not worth, worth the time <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> it would be a disservice to the humanity of mankind to waste 30 seconds. Exactly. Uh, anyways, let's move on here because we got Dante Chen taking on Duke Hudson. And Chen attacks Hudson during his entrance, goes after his leg, but Duke is still able to fight back, beat him up, hit the big razor's edge to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big one for uh, for Duke Hudson. He's been doing okay, but yeah. you know, uh, exactly right. Because after we, he's been built, he's been getting built up for a little week now, a couple weeks now, right? I think he's, yeah, I think he's, he's a higher of... priority here down in 2.0. Yeah, they like him. I don't really care that much yet. Yeah, I mean, they ditched the whole poker thing. It seems, which wasn't doing anything anyway. Yeah, I guess it. Were, I guess it really wasn't doing I much in know. the first place. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's this weird thing where, you know, the way that 2.0 is kind of coming at us with these brand new performers, someone's gonna, someone has to go over, so the other one looks bad, and then you're like, great, this uh, this new Dante Chen just got fucking, you know, now he doesn't have a chance to grow because somebody else is a higher priority. Yeah. Where at least, you know, in a traditional squash with like that local enhancement type of talent. 
Um, you know, it's kind of like great. Like Lance Archer is going to go over some 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 jobber every single fucking week because obviously, you know. But Tony yeah. D'Angelo, or sorry, uh, Duke Hudson, can't quite do that yet. It's going to be different. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Okay. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams come out. You know, just kind of cutting a promo, putting themselves over. Melo successfully retaining that title. Uh, but then Pete Dunn comes out to interrupt the Melibration and just says, what are you on about? Challenges him to a match. Melo calls him Skeet Dunn. That one slipped past the censors. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> is that technically a swear? A I cuss? mean, it's a slang. It's but a slang. If you were to define Skeet on the air, you'd probably get in trouble. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Anyways, Cameron Grimes shows up and because uh, he's got a match against Trick Williams here, so uh, match was decent. Mellow on the outside trying to help Trick when he can, but Grimey still takes him out, uh, hits a big crossbody, and then uh, follows up at the cave in to get the win. Okay, okay, so Grimey. Grimey's yeah. At least he's still getting something, right? Yeah, he's still there. He's floating around. Um, I don't know. He probably should win this title at some point soon. Because that's the thing, right? It's like, uh, and also for Trick Williams, who's been developing quickly here in 2.0, you know, finding his way in the ring or whatever. But he lo- he kind of like, and against a guy like Cameron Grimes, he looks capable, but not dangerous. So like I was just kind of saying in the previous like Dante Chen example, right? It's like Trick Williams needs to be wrestling people worse than Grimes to make him look like a threat in the future. Yeah. 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 I get it. Mm. Why am I not, why why am I not booking? Do you know do you know any wrestlers? <laughs> I I'll book it. Let me give me let me book it. Yeah, I mean that'd be fun. I'll take the job. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll you'll do the job. <laughs> I'm going to out book. Uh another thing that I don't mention every week, we get these Briggs and Jensen making a dating video yeah nothing i don't know mm-hmm. it's not winning me over on those well things. at least ring work is now fine. we have <laughs> certainly in the weeks of 2.0 it's been a few months now we've gone way less on just like 30 a 30 second vi- like yeah we'll have six 30 second vignettes a week of somebody who i'm not gonna see for three weeks um but at least we're past that which is nice yeah i mean yeah they're trying to establish something it's just kind of it's like yeah Whatever. Yeah. Tough farm boys, love sick puppy. That's what they are. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like um, they're kind of like um, uh, uh, fucking Otis and Tucker 2.0. <laughs> yeah, seems a lot like it. Uh, but after that, we get the debut of Nikita Lyons taking on Kayla Inlay, and I mean Nikita actually had the crowd chanting for her. So hey. Didn't have I to guess do much. yeah I guess, I guess they listen I guess they're listening to her uh to her solo music or whatever uh, <laughs> yeah who knows uh pretty simple match but she gets most of the offense in and finishes Kayla off with a nice roundhouse kick and then does like a jumping split leg drop right into the cover to get the three count so now um now certainly we do not have an award for worst dressed but I gotta say <laughs> what the fuck was she wearing? It was like, uh, 
It was I I could I can't even describe it. It was like a it was like a leather it was like a full body leather singlet that a cat that like a, her cat ripped. It had holes in. Yeah, it had a bunch of. Holes, it was like, in so the side. bizarre, and then you know, you know, it's and then there's uh, like these little bits of spandex like holding on by a thread. I'm just like, there's a, a hunt, and because you know these people are so heavily like, marketed, down to everything that they do is so rehearsed. I don't know how this outfit slipped through the cracks. <laughs> like every single uh, match, know, like ninety-five percent like, of the matches that we're watching have been rehearsed down to the second. Yet we fucking missed yeah. the ball on this week's uh, on this week's outfit change. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't find it quite that jarring. I that was I, I could mean, not pay attention to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she wants to show some skin, but do it conservatively. Uh, I don't know. Pick a lane, Nikita Lyons. Pick a lane. <laughs> Uh, well, we cut backstage where Persia Parada's making out with two cuts. And Indy, Indy Hartwell's not happy. She's disappointed. And then it's revealed that she has a past. Her and Hudson used to fool around or something. When? <laughs> I when? don't know. This is backstory. This is all backstory. When? when before? <laughs> High school. Yeah, pre way? <laughs> Come on. Come on. When when yeah, he, when before he, she when, even knew Dexter. Yeah, before she before she even knew Dexter, when he was in Boston, Massachusetts, and she was in Brisbane, Australia, mate. Yeah. <laughs> she was putting shrimp uh, on the bobbies for her first well, twenty three uh, years. Jesus Christ, people! Come on. I mean, like, Dexter, are they? Are, are, do this. they think I forget? Is that what it is? Do, are they? Are they trying to like? No, we're 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 retconning this whole relationship angle we did. We're gonna retcon that. What? Who's to say? Who's okay. to say they didn't know each other? Okay. Pre pre NXT. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. It does. Uh, and, well, and the I more mean, you uh, say it doesn't matter, the, <laughs> the worse right, it gets. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, to thank me. you. Thank you. <laughs> it matters to Dexter, though. He hears everything, and he looks very upset. So uh, After that, the Creed brothers come out, celebrate their Dusty Cup win. Malcolm Bivens cuts a promo on Imperium. They come out to respond. Crowd chants Walter at Gunther. Good. So they're not letting that slide. Nope. Yeah, I'm, not let, let it slide. I'm not letting it slide. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Fight hard enough. Who knows what happens? Uh, Gunther comes in, puts his hands on Bivens, but then Solo Sokoa shows up. He attacks Gunther, and he actually drops him with a super kick. Yeah. So that could lead to something. Yeah, we could lead something down Although the road. I thought, yeah. Who knows? Uh, after that, another Dusty Cup first round match. Ivy Nile teaming up with Tatum Paxley. I don't think we've ever seen before. Didn't named didn't uh, ring a bell to me, that's for sure. Yeah. Kind of looks like a looks like a good partner for Isle. Tough looking fighter chick kind of thing. Okay. Going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh anyways, two of them taking on Casey Catanzaro, Caden Carter. Uh so you know, team KC there have a little bit more chemistry and uh even got matching gear now. So watch out. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. you know how I feel about matching gear, so at least, you know, <laughs> they could win yeah, it. Yeah, they're in it. Yeah. They're in it to win it. And, uh, you know, they got those acrobatics, crazy moves pulling off there. And, uh, yeah, eventually they hit their finisher, the neckbreaker 450 splash combo, get the win. Advance to the semifinals to face EO and Kaylee Ray. So, 
Okay, that's and something. Then, that's something. Yeah, and then afterwards, Ivy's pissed, beats up Paxley, so she's already done with her. I think one of them said the one of them said something about uh No, never mind. Never mind. Ro- but uh Rod- Roddy Strong. Yeah, he was there. He was, he was there. Cheering. He was there. He was cheering on Ivy Nile when she was choking the the hell out of Paxley. So Yeah, so That's something. I mean, he's around. That's still. something. <laughs> Let's go to this main event. We got Dolph Ziggler taking on Tomasa Champa. And Ziggler's kind of uh, grown out his beard a little bit for the occasion. You know, the <laughs> match Chompa's grizzliness. Thing. Yeah, yeah. This might be actually be the longest beard we've ever seen on uh, on him. Yeah. Something different. Uh, yeah, pretty good wrestling here. Crowd was loving it. Just back and forth. Chompa hits the big uh, lung blower. Big needle to Ziggler's head. Uh, gets a near fall. Crowd was chanting fight forever at one point. They were loving this that much. And uh, Ziggler hits the zigzag on the floor. And then Champa hits an air raid crash on the apron. So they're pulling out some big moves here. Uh, they go back in the ring. The ref is checking on Ziggler. And that's when a cameraman comes running in, smashes the camera on Champa. The ref didn't see it. Ziggler follows up with a big super kick. And that gets him the win. So that's a big win with a big assist there to the cameraman. Who, uh, it was, uh, for the 10 seconds, I didn't even think. I was like, who could it be? But, of course, he takes off the outfit, reveals himself. Former NXT champion, Robert Roode. The glorious one himself. Yeah, I was uh, also thinking, <laughs> who is it? Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Dirty Dogs, right. I fr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. Uh, nice callback, though, mm-hmm. for Roode and NXT. And, uh, yeah, I mean, nice twist. I wasn't expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, Ziggler gets the win, and... I mean, you would think that means he stays more matches in NXT. Uh, hmm. Because afterwards, the Dirty Dogs, they beat up Ciampa. So Breaker runs out, makes a save, challenges them both to a tag match next week. So we're at least getting that. Okay. And I think we might even... I think Breaker versus Ziggler could be a match for the title we get as well. So is this because there's no actual challenger for this NXT championship? Is that why? Because like with Champa, I don't know. Like so, let's. So who else are our top dogs? Arf, arf, right now in uh, in NXT, right? Grayson Waller, um, LA Knight, Gunther, Gunther, Walter. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like not even not not even just to have a match. You can't even just have a match with somebody because there's nobody, I think, maybe even on Braun Breaker's level right now. Short of Walter, who's in a level of his own, but... Yeah, Wal- you don't Wal- want him to Exactly, lose we don't want him to lose, and you don't want Braun Breaker to lose. And I mean, Ziggler, when you give him the time, you can have a good match. So I think. That of course, nobody versus- loses better than Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, I forget what I was going to say. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, maybe this will be the thing they do. Like the rest, like we had AJ Styles last month, Ziggler this month. They'll just rent a wrestler every month. Yeah, kind of like rent a dude to put him over who like, and and also these are, you know, some of the guys who have worked the longest in the industry who are going to be a thousand percent safe, who are going to put. They can teach him. All right, kid, when you, 
Remember when you picked me up? Look at the camera for the finisher. Shit like that. Like yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Right, like those types of things that uh, you get with veteran experience. So I don't know. Yeah. Don't know, but uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Me too. Me too. Ziggler. Yeah, it'll be a good one. But that was, yeah, that was NXT 2.0. So let's just hop on over to the next night. We're talking about dynamite. AEW. All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Uh, and we just kind of jump right into the action here. We got 20 men, 10 tag teams for a battle royal here. Uh, both members of the team have to be eliminated, of course. I love and... when a show starts and everybody's in the ring already. <laughs> love it. Because, yeah. it, it, like, the, like, JR says, it's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Ding, ding, ding. And then the action just hits. And that's it. Winning team gets the title shot at Revolution. Uh, yeah, pretty standard battle royal. Uh, but you got a lot of good teams in here. Of course, Santana and Ortiz get, picking up some eliminations. And mm-hmm. Best friends, Butcher Blade, Young Bucks, Red Dragon, FTR. Santana had a great showing this whole time. This yeah, whole performance think, uh, was fantastic. Yeah, him and Trent were having a good uh, mm-hmm. back and forth. I think, oh yeah, it comes down to the final six men. Are all six individuals. Uh, yeah, Santana, he was one of the MVPs. Big boost when he got eliminated. Because him and Ortiz, I think, were the team a lot of us wanted to see win. And uh, Yeah, probably. They didn't get... Yeah, so they're gone. Uh, Dax Harward gets eliminated, so FTR is gone. Comes down to the final three. Kyle O'Reilly, Matt Jackson, John Silver. The two heels team up against Silver. Uh, Matt throws him over the ropes, eliminates him. But then Kyle... Right away from behind, throws Matt over as well to get the win. Uh, so big title shot for him and Bobby Fish. Yeah, it's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a big one. And we've seen, you know, in their first title opportunity. And uh, yeah. we've said this before about um, about some AW show. I, I don't know if you got this vibe. This might have been one of the hottest wrestling crowds I have ever heard on television. <laughs> from fucking from from 8 p.m. to 10:02 probably, uh, this crowd was on fire. Yeah, no, it was a great crowd. There was there was three it. individual Johnny Hungy, uh, <laughs> full a full stadium cheers. This was this was insane. Do you know where they were? Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Ah, Bridgeport. I mean, maybe they don't come to town. Maybe I mean, I think that's what it is, of- right? If you go to a place where wrestling doesn't come to very often. Yeah, they're like, we got to fucking go. You know, it's kind of like that Toronto. It's like, it's why we boo Bailey. Because <laughs> I, what else are we going to do, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fun opening match. Afterwards, Hangman comes out, beats up Kyle and Bobby. And the Young Bucks are standing there. They're like, eh, go ahead. Go they for it. Care. Go so. for it. Yeah, so Adam Cole runs out, though, to help his boys, and Hangman lays him out, goes for a buckshot lariat, but then Red Dragon pull him out to save him, and uh, Paige just grabs a mic, cuts a promo, and uh, yeah, says you left the place that was crumbling apart to join AEW, chasing the big prize that I've got, and uh, talks about digging a grave and being the superior Adam. Uh, Yeah, I think he hit Kyle with a buckshot lariat at the end. 
Uh, yeah, he he ends up hitting Kyle O'Reilly with that buckshot lariat there. And yeah, uh, huge. As soon as Adam Page said, time for story time with Adam Page, baby, this crowd <laughs> blew up. Um, also, uh, one little side note, Mike, maybe you caught it, maybe it happened. So it's such a minute detail, but I caught it and who the hell knows outside the ring while Adam Hangman Page is giving his promo. Uh, Adam Cole is holding up, and, and Bobby Fish are holding up Kyle O'Reilly. Go back and listen to this if you want. Listen to Bobby Fish's, like, little non- on, not, no, he's not mic'd. Little interjections to what Adam Page has to say. Uh, <laughs> between lines in this promo, holy shit, this guy was great. I, I, I mean, you know, the promo was fine. I was hanging on to Bobby Fish's words. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't really catch that. Oh yeah, yeah, go back. It's it's funny. He, he's going, <laughs> "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Who does this guy think he is?" It was just, yeah. it was so like cartoonishly devilish, <laughs> <laughs> cartoonishly mean. <clears throat> it was great. It was great. Well, after that, we had Maxwell Jacob Friedman coming out to cut a promo, and uh, he gets pretty serious. He starts talking about his past and, you know, his love for professional wrestling and goes into his childhood. He had learning disabilities, ADD, and school was hell for him. And, uh, you know, one year he finally made the football team. He thought, I'm finally going to be popular. But then the next day he went to school and the kids threw rolls of quarters at him and said, pick it up, Jew boy. So, yeah, his uh, hard life growing up. But. You know, he had one thing uh, he was looking forward to. He got to meet CM Punk, his hero, at the age of 11. And after that, he promised he was going to be just like his hero, Punk. He was going to be the best wrestler in the world. And, uh, I mean, MJF, he was just pouring his heart out here. You're thinking, is there going to be a swerve? What's going on? But he's just getting emotional. You can see tears flowing in his eyes. And uh, he says, you know, when CM Punk left all of us in 2014... Uh, yeah, he's like, if he can't do it, then I can't do it. And it was devastating for him. And Yeah, eventually he just brings it all back around to the upcoming dog collar match for Revolution. And I mean, there really was no swerve. He just poured his heart out and CM Punk came out and was like, what's going on? Are you telling the truth? What's the, What was this all about? And MJF just, he can barely look at him. He's got tears coming down his face and walks off. So this was just some fantastic microphone work from MJF. This, 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 Mike. <laughs> wow. I mean, let's just give promo it to, of the year. Let's just give it to you right now. Let's crown. <laughs> let's let's crown ourselves a brand new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Let's give him an Emmy. Let's give the guy a, a prime time <laughs> Emmy, Malcolm. Maxwell, sorry, Jacob Friedman, our MJ, <laughs> Malcolm J. Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, our MJF got off stage and let his fans know that was the hardest moment of my life. Thank you. And you fucking heard it. He started off almost crying. He finished yeah. with fucking tears in his eyes. Meltzer, Alvarez, Sean Sapp. This was one of the best promos of all... <laughs> Find me a better one. Find me a better one. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, pff, yeah. This was Daniel an, Bryan's uh, retirement. Well, this was. An, I cried at that one. <laughs> this was this was an all timer, an all yeah. t- of, of all time. Yeah. No, he uh, he left a piece of himself out there. He gave it to everyone. I mean, crowd. and you you know the, honestly. So I was just I was just applauding the fans earlier on. They sucked in this promo, man. They so did. I feel as though every single MJF promo is like the house is silent because we all just want to be a part of it. For some reason, this crowd was just being a bunch of fucking assholes to me. Like it was the it was, it was the one promo I didn't want the crowd to actually be loud during. And the crowd yeah. was kind of all over the place with this one. Uh, was there a swerve? No. I what? feel like they were waiting for one. They were, they like, were what's, waiting what's... for it too hard, maybe. And the way Punk yeah. came out, is that true? Is that true? And MJF said a thousand words without saying one. Um, I love how Punk didn't have a mic. He was just asking he didn't, him, like, person he to didn't. person. You, you have to, if you were live and if you were there, you will have to go and rewatch that footage to see what the hell yeah. happened, to see what the hell actually happened. Uh, this, I th- th- we can chalk this one up. I, I something someone will have to die for us to get a better pro. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I can't. I, mean, think, I cannot think of anything that could possibly top an all-time. Pro- this was an all. This was one of the best you'll ever see. I'm. I, I've written it down. I wrote him down. It's Shooties 2022. He's written down. Yeah. From the year. Mean. MJF. MJF Jewboy. That's kind of what I wrote. I'll find. A, I'll find a better <laughs> way to refine exactly what it was. Uh, what that was. No, but this is why the kid's fucking what twenty six years old, twenty five. Something like. And he's he uh, he's twenty five years old and the best talker in the business. That's insane. And he can do a destroyer. He can do both. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yeah, next week's the go home show, so they're gonna have to follow this up somehow. But, oh my I lord! Mean, How are we gonna follow this up? Jesus. This really twists things around. I mean, he's kind of, I mean, he's planted a seed for whenever he wants to be a babyface. Babyface, pa- babyface MJF. I'm <laughs> ready for it. 2022. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, crazy, fantastic promo. Yes. I'm, I mean, they've been doing it all year, him and Punk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see what's next. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next on this show, we had Brody King, Malachi Black taking on Pack and Penta Oscura, which is uh, it's kind of mostly the same Penta. He was wearing more black, I guess, right? Yeah. So what's the deal there? Does he have to copyright a new <laughs> name? Uh, because between know. like Penta L Zero M, Penta L Zero Miedo, uh, Pentagon, just Pentagon, Pentagon Junior, and then Penta Oscuro, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I can't I follow. Yeah, but uh, he's pretty much the same wrestler as always. Uh, Nice, and, fast and, and that's the thing I was hoping for like even some sort of consistency. Um, I you know I kind of do. So when he appears in AAA, he appears as Pentagon Junior. However, when he's performing in AEW, he does not perform as Pentagon Junior. He always performs as uh, Penta El Zero Miedo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been trying to follow some consistencies on his profile DB page. It sort of seems like he just chooses what he wants to be called, <laughs> where he wants to be called it. <laughs> it's yeah. bizarre. I'll just stick to Penta. Ah, just Penta, I like way. it. I like it. 
Uh, yeah, match was fun. Lots of cool double team moves. Uh, later on, Malachi goes for the Black Mist, but Penta sees it and just shoves his hand, covers Black's mouth. So uh, Malachi swallows this this poison, whatever. Which, which then got me mist. thinking: What is it actually? <laughs> what is <laughs> what is the Black Mist? Is it just oh, food sure. coloring? I would imagine so. Uh, it probably doesn't taste good, though. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it chokes on the mist, which allows Penta to roll him up and get the three. So the House of Black, they're pissed off after, beat up the baby faces. Malachi grabs a shovel. He's ready to slam it down on Chop Penta's head off with this thing. Uh, but then the lights go out, turn back on, and Buddy Matthews is here. The former Buddy Murphy, of course. Uh... Looks like he's here to help the uh, baby faces, but he ends up attacking Penta and Pack instead. So it looks like we found a new member for the House of Black. Aligning himself with the House of Black. Holy shit chance. I mean, hot crowd. Holy shit chance ringing throughout um, throughout Bridgeport, Connecticut. Everyone chanting, buddy, buddy, buddy. Yeah. And at the end, he hit the big uh, the curb stomp onto the chair. I saw. Back. I, I saw a great tweet. Um, it was uh, it, it was some fan saying something like, um, "Thanks Vince for booking AEW." And then it was a <laughs> shot of SmackDown. Remember when Alistair Black was in his little room, and it was like a little room, and then there was a sign on the door that said Alistair Black, and then it was Buddy, Mur- formerly Buddy Murphy, walking past the door, just like looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Vince has booked ma- the majority of of Malachi Black's AEW run so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything but the uh, that entrance thing he used to have. Yeah, when he crawled like when a he, rising. Con- yeah. Uh, after this, we got some more promo. Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho with a face to face. We got security guards in the ring. But Eddie just tells Chris, hey, man, I'm not a sports entertainer. I'm a fighter. So let's stop wasting time. I'm this not is a sports entertainer. This is sports entertainment. Yeah. It's wrestling. It's a wrestling company. It's a wrestling company. <laughs> we want sports entertainment. It's down the road. Yeah, let's go down, down the, the road. block. Go down the block. <laughs> and Jericho's like, yeah. Well, there's a reason I never heard of you before, AEW. You look like a jobber. Well, uh, talking about looks, it. Jericho was standing <laughs> like he was constantly in the middle of a band photo shoot. So leather jacket, undone, no shirt, but like perfectly spread with his hands kind of in the loops of his pockets, showing <laughs> off his midriff. He didn't look. He didn't, I mean, he, he has. He he's has lost a couple he pounds. He has lost so a couple I lbs. I will give him that. I could actually see abs. I could, I could see actually some. see a little bit, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but he did the way he was just standing there. I was like, oh fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah, you know he loves. He's thinking he's. A of rock course star. he loves it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, but then Jericho's like, yeah, but then I saw you're actually pretty good, Eddie. So Eddie's like, fight me at Revolution then. Jericho says, uh, you know what? You'll never win the big one. You've got, I forget, he says some weird word. <laughs> something, something phobia. You never win the big one, and I'm the big one in this company, so you want me, you got it. And then Eddie says, all right, but don't give me the Jericho that did the Mimosa match. Give me the AEW world champion, Chris Jericho. Give me the guy that Levesque hated. Give me the, give me nice. the guy Levesque hated. Levesque, sorry. That got a nice sorry. one. That got a nice little, yeah. woo. Triple H reference, yeah, there, so. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, as expected, you're usually going to get a nice, passionate promo from uh, from the guys, two of them. So. No, it was it, yeah, this was a great promo between the two of them, uh, for sure. Jericho does this one thing, and I swear he's the only one who does it. And which is funny because you think this would happen all the time. Jericho is always the only one who misremembers the date of the pay per view. Uh, <laughs> and it, it happens like you know because you think anytime you know anyone's problem with this this Sunday uh, March 5th uh, revolution like you know like everyone's doing it during their promos you know it, it happens all the time he said he said May but he does it so quick he'll say and then when we meet on May 5th March 5th at revolution <laughs> <laughs> and I swear it's always only him that does it but yeah I don't care anyway I don't care I just I notice <laughs> I notice I don't care yeah this is a funny it happens thing. It happens. Uh, after this, we got Ricky Starks taking on 10 in a Revolution ladder match he gets, qualifier. He gets two, he gets two uh, opportunities? That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, hey, it's the way it is. Ricky and, Starks. Uh, he was it's Ricky Starks. 10, yeah. Ricky Starks pulling out some dirty tricks. 10 was in control. So Starks grabs his mask, spins it around so we can't see. Then he hits a spear, gets the win. Starks is going to Revolution. He's going the Raw. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, you yeah. You're a little. You're Wardlow, little Keith Lee, <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs, and there is still yeah. one TBD. Uh, whether or not that is determined before the show, whether or not it's kind of like a uh, a Joker type thing, we'll see. I mean, Cesaro, free agent. Yeah, would that be something? Wouldn't that be something? I mean, it, it technically uh, would be something. <laughs> yeah, but something fantastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, after that, Jade Cargill defends her TBS title against the Bunny. And uh, Jade coming out with some new green hair. Looking like the Joker there. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah, looking cool. Uh, Bunny puts up a decent fight. Gets a couple of moves in. And Matt Hardy distracts the ref and then tosses the brass knuckles in. Uh, but then on the other side, Mark Sterling, he slides Jade, uh, the TBS title, so they both got a weapon. Bunny tries to punch Jade with the knuckles, but Jade just blocks it with the belt, and, uh, soon after picks her up, hits the Jaded, gets the win. 28-0. And, uh, just like Goldberg, she says, who's next? And Ty Conti comes out and says, me. (laughs) (laughs) Me! I'm next, Jade! Revolution? That's your match, maybe? Well, you know, certainly this TBS championship needs to be featured on there in some capacity. The AEW Women's Championship will be there. So, I mean, hey, we can, we can have two women's matches on the card, right? Yeah, I mean, why we should. I mean, amen. We should. Uh, the main event of this Dynamite, we had Brian Danielson taking on Daniel Garcia. Uh, we know Brian's trying to take this guy under his wing and just show him his way around the ring, but... In doing so, he's got to be violent, like he said. Uh, but, uh, yeah, as expected, just some excellent wrestling here. Mm-hmm. Submissions, chain wrestling, lots of good stuff. Uh, eventually, Brian just grabs a hold of his arms, stomps away on his head, locks in the triangle, and just flexes his arms as Garcia passes out. Brian wins. And then afterwards, Brian gets on the microphone, says, Garcia, that's exactly what I wanted to see. Uh, but then 2.0 attack Brian, beat him down until John Moxley comes out, huge pop, makes the save. Uh, 
Garcia then tries to sneak up, hit Moxley from behind with a chair. Brian stops him. Moxley hits the paradigm shift. And then Brian grabs the mic, says to Moxley, all right, in order to fight together, you want to bleed together. Uh, I don't need this to make anyone bleed. He slams down the chair, says that revolution, you got it. But don't be surprised if you're the only person bleeding. Don't be surprised if you're the only person bleeding. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Remember, well, of course, if we all can, if we all remember that one leaked, uh, what was it? Was it all out? The all out leaked card no, that we were <laughs> full gear. <laughs> full gear. Full That's gear. what it was. That's what it was. Uh, we were supposed to get Moxley Danielson, uh, and now we are. Yeah, and I mean, we can get the best of both worlds, it sounds like. They can they can have the match and then still team up afterwards. So, Which is kind of what we want. For, you know, turn for they the bleed together and then they break bread together. And exactly. And for <laughs> Daniel Garcia, any match with Brian Danielson is a win. <laughs> if you're just being in the ring yeah. with him as a win. Uh, Daniel Garcia I mean, you got also, the main event dynamite. Da uh, main, main eventing dynamite. Daniel Garcia also just won uh, the uh, PWG Battle of Los Angeles. Um, surviving uh, the two days that two day tournament, beating uh, one of my per one of my uh, one of my personal favorites and Canadian speedball Mike Bailey. Unfortunately, what a nice would have been nice to see Mike Bailey go over there in the final matchup. But Daniel hmm. Garcia, a lot a lot of good things happening for him. Oh yeah. Next thing, I don't know. I want to see speedball Mike Bailey. I want to see Mike Bailey show up here in AEW. But uh, <laughs> hey, that's just me. Can't get everything you want. Yeah. Hey, I mean, everything's on the table. It's all, it man, that's the, yeah, yeah, you're telling me. Uh, <laughs> and that was our episode of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, and that was all of our weekly wrestling action. So let's get into our very final thing of the, uh, very final segment of the week, and of course, that is bringing you the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week. Mike, I'll kick you off here on uh, this one. A lot of great in-ring action um, all over the globe, quite frankly. Um, we were surprised with everything, but man, I think I just got to, I, got, I think I just got to go MJF. I can't think of any reason why I wouldn't. And then I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I mean, we saw great performances from Bianca Belair, great performances from Rhea Ripley. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, they're always giving us great shit. And then I'm like, well, MJF's always giving us great shit, but I don't know. I, I, I've been try I was trying to think of the reasons why it shouldn't be him, and that was too difficult. So I think just be because of that, uh, MJF, you're my wrestler of the week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very... Very good choice. Uh, it was hard, but I did think of one reason, so I'll give it to someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, uh, we almost saw a man die. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was one of the most horrific bumps I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Mm -hmm. And I got to give him something for that. I mean, Madcap Moss, you're a good wrestler. I hate your gimmick, but you're a good guy. And that was fucking insane. That bump. Uh... Yeah, wow. If that was someone, if that was like Darby Allen or Jungle Boy, someone a bit smaller, they could be dead. Yeah. They didn't have that muscle, the neck there that you mm. got. So, yeah, scary moment, but tough son of a bitch. He finishes the match, and 
yeah, thankfully he's okay. And I mean, going in, I didn't even want this match on the card, and now it's something I'll never forget. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> and if isn't that what it's all about? Something you'll never forget. And that's what it's all I mean, about. Anyways. Visually, that that visual looked way worse than Owen Hart dropping Austin on his head. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because at least you couldn't you couldn't really see it when. Owen drops Austin, you know, or like you can, it's but like it, an inch, it's like an inch of error that he made. Yeah, an and with that, low. there's a lot of thigh. There was a lot of thighs involved there. You yeah. can't really see it, but this and the fact that they kept going back to it before uh, you know if he's even okay. Like yeah, we've already seen it three going times. Like, back. Yeah, yeah which is something. And that's all the time we have for the podcast this week, folks. Thanks for listening. Rate, like, subscribe. Show us everywhere. Come back next week because we will have our. Uh, it's our. It's our big kind of like last show before. Or, um, uh, Revolution, which I'm very much so looking forward to. All these AEW pay-per-views always pop. Yeah, Tony Khan's promised some sort of announcement. God damn it, Tony. You're, it's you're, not necessarily a signing. It could be something. I don't know. Well, Who last knows? time it was an announcement, it was a signing. So he needs to differentiate between what is an announcement and what's a signing. Uh, yeah. We need to get that uh, those that that kind of defined a little more clear. Uh, and thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week with all the fun. Mikey, take care of yourself. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>